welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. But Feige, I don't want to read rumors from guys hypothesizing all the where's and why's until I hear it from Feige's, hear it from Feige's. Oh man, that's so good. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. <laughs> I'm Chris, drunk karaoke gossipist. Comic stuff. Hey, how'd you like that one, man? Dude, Dude that, was that was brilliant. That was Chef's Kiss. I mean, any kind, anytime we can get the Gin Blossoms reset. <laughs> now, now all I want in the world is amongst this literal treasure trove of Marvel announcements and updates mm-hmm. from Marvel Investors Day is for them to get Gin Blossoms on one of these projects' soundtracks. <laughs> you know what? Okay. I, oh, Go. yeah, that's that's prime territory for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, right? Oh, that's good. But that's not on the list. So, you know, is it ho- maybe holiday special, but like that's it'll be probably a Christmas thing. Let's here we do. This is what we're going to do. We're going to set the question now and then yeah. we'll think about it and answer at the end. This is our key issue. This is our key issue. Where does Jin Blossoms fit most logically in the slack of things? Which which program, which movie, whatever, we'll get to, we'll get through them. Yeah, if we do, man, look at this slack. Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we should probably not even be talking about anything else right now. We are gonna. Do we have time, we have time for cordialities? How are we doing? Do I mean? Do we? Do we really? It's <laughs> there's literally over twenty items on the slack. I just want to say this very quickly. You know, HBO Max came out. And they're like, boom, we're going to just release every movie that we were going to release. We're going to just put them on the service. And everyone was like, oh, shit, man, Disney and, and Netflix, they're fucked. They're so fucked. <laughs> VNUV was like, sacre bleu, no. Yeah, no. I know. They're not, oh, man, we can. And that's a whole, you know what, that's probably a future episode, but we definitely have, no plus. We have. We have reacts on that. Like, there's a wide variety of uh, reactions from you know producers and directors and studios like uh, like legendary for instance they uh, they have some they have some thoughts on the uh, Warner Brothers strategy there um, even Patty Jenkins who will I guess get a chance to talk about maybe I don't know but, <laughs> but anyway everyone was like oh my god HBO Warner Brothers they're killing it they, they all other streaming platforms are dead RIP all other streaming platforms. And then, and then oh. Oh. Marvel Investors Day or Disney Investors Day happened, and just the entire internet was like, <laughs> we all collectively reacted like an anime girl, as you know, as one is wants to do. Uh, but yeah, man, we have so, so, so much to cover in, like. Take your bets now, ladies and gentlemen. Will this podcast be under two hours? <laughs> I don't know. I, baby, <laughs> let's go. Let's just go, man. There's so yeah, much man. stuff. All right. First up is One Division. Okay, they released a new trailer, the second trailer. It's a longer trailer. Um, so we we open up with the '50s motif. It eventually shifts into other decades, and it's it's all very reminiscent of four camera television um traditional um sitcom style 
uh, television in the vein of like the Patty Duke show and leave it to Beaver uh, real quick. Something and this is kind of just I made a whole bunch of note cards for stuff. So I just have like little notes of you things I notes? wanted to talk about. What was that? You took notes. I took notes. I took notes. Um, okay. End of term test. Yeah. So this is slated to come out January 15th of next year. So January 15th, 2021. And one thing I wanted to note, I watched the trailer multiple times. And towards the end, towards the end, for uh-huh. just a second, I was like, wait a minute. Is that Cat Dennings? I oh, went shit. on over to the IMDB, and guess what? It is, in fact, Cat Dennings as Darcy Lewis from, hey, of course, from Thor. Shout out! Mew Mew. Mew Mew Mew. Mew Mew Mew. Um, yeah, I love Cat Dennings. Uh, I love her character in the first two Thor films, and it's, I'm happy to see her back. Uh, we only see her for a split second. But that's what I'm pretty excited. I mean, the whole thing looks great. It looks very Twin Peaks esque, but not in a <laughs> like way that you can't digest it. Um, oh, you mean nobody's gonna be talking backwards? Yeah, or there's not gonna be a dude that like floats and turns into like an apple or whatever. But <laughs> what do you? What stood out for you with this trailer? Huh? Uh, like man, shit. It was like uh, the neighbors, kind of like how they were switching around every now and again, and mm-hmm. like um. That one neighbor didn't know who she was or something, right? And yeah, like, she kind of had that get out moment. Yeah, 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 yeah I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, just, just the, the amount of weird that you can get with Wanda, especially. Uh, mm-hmm. Vision's, Vision's a fucking herb. Vision's all straight-laced, and he makes his own suits out of his own body. But, um, <laughs> but Wanda, Wanda, Wanda's a freak. Yeah. I love her. Uh, did you notice her flying technique? It was so, like... It was so graceful. Yeah, yeah, I kind of thought it kind of looked like uh, Iron Man taking off. Like, yeah, but she had like her leg bent and her other leg like straight back. It just yeah, looked, that's it, true. It, it looked that's very, true. Uh, very superhero. Like very, very, very nice, Wanda. Well done. <laughs> um, I'm super excited about this. I love that we're t- we're getting 2021 kicked off with this show. Yeah, I think it's going to be amazing. Um, real quick, and we'll touch on this more as we go through all of the stuff, but, um, from what I understand and what I've seen in interviews with Kevin Feige is this is a part, essentially the big thing within this next phase for Marvel is this story and it's going to center around Wanda. And so apparently WandaVision and then... Um, Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. They're all going to connect into a larger story. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so that's really cool. I love that because that means you can start planning things that pay off later. You can tell really huge arcs. Um, like we know that, that, uh, that Wanda is going to be in the Doctor Strange sequel. Mm-hmm. So... You know, and then I think there's uh, I think I, I saw a rumor. I don't know if I saw this was confirmed or not, but that uh, Toby Maguire was going to be in the Doctor Strange movie. What? Yeah. So if he's in it, I mean, you again, you got to think that that means he's Peter Parker, right? Like he's Spider-Man. Um, and does that carry over? See, I'm trying to figure it out here. Doctor Strange. I didn't see a date, so I don't know if that one comes before or after Spider-Man 3. But I know that all three of those are supposed to, to all kind of 
center around Wanda in some fashion. Um, yeah. yeah so what I'm over here wondering was, is, did you yeah. not hear the song at the top? I don't want to hear it uh, until I hear it from Figs. Right. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'm not going to believe it. That's true. But he did say a lot. He did say a lot. Um, so, okay. Uh, but yeah, shouts to Darcy Lewis coming back. I'm really excited about that. All right. Up next, uh, we do have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. By the way, coming out March 25th, slated for 2022. 2022. Okay. That's interesting. It's like the one movie I didn't have a date for in my cards for some reason. Mm. I was slacking, but I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I'm i really excited about that. The fact that, and again, Sony hasn't said shit, but look, if we know that WandaVision's tying into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, and then that in some way is tying into Spider-Man 3, then obviously the Spider-Verse is happening. Like, that's... Yep. We've talked about all of the castings, the Alfred Molina, the I heard, uh, the newest rumor is um, is Willem Dafoe. Goddamn. <laughs> um, he's going to fight Willem Hero, and it's going to be an epic battle. <laughs> and uh, I want to see uh, Thomas Hayden Church come back. That'd be cool. Saying, man, good saying, man. Uh-huh. Will, um... Will, uh... Uh, what's his face? James Franco come back and eat another piece of pie. Will he have so, a yeah. sandwich with with Wong? As <laughs> a pie and san- sandwich scene with Wong. That's what I want to see. That'd be cla- that'd be classic. I want him to t- try to bite into the sandwich, but then Thomas A. and Church pops out. He's like, "Oh motherfucker, wrong type of, wrong type of sandwich." <laughs> That's so dumb, but I really want to see it now too. That's good. Well done, man. You are your talents are wasted here. <laughs> <laughs> um, up next, we have Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now, with this one, it's coming out March nineteenth of twenty twenty one. So, like, one division comes out in January. This comes out in March. Mm. They're lining them up, man. Uh, the trailer here. We got a really long extended trailer. This has a very buddy cop feel to me. Um, and then. Mm. A lot of people were curious, like, how much money are they going to pump into these these Marvel standalone series that are going to be on Disney Plus? Well, I mean, if you see the last scene of this trailer with Falcon going through the canyon, yeah, uh, it's pretty it's pretty impressive for a not a movie. Yeah, shit, more, a lot more than Agents of Shield got. Yeah, yeah, that one scene was literally the budget of Agents of Shield seasons one through five. <laughs> all rolled in like it I, this is gonna sound like a dit like a dig it's not the scene reminded me of um in, independence day hell yeah yeah man which is like independence day we're also how you feel about it. one the action sequences are great or uh no 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 rewind that fuck how you feel about it. that movie's fucking fantastic it's great i'll okay. say it with my chest there you go i, I appreciate that well, um do, do you want them to fight you yeah, yeah, and, yeah. North Star and, parking lot. Oh, I, I was by Dillard's, the one with no cameras. Fuck, fuck what you heard. You can come find me. I thought you were gonna find him in a canyon. I thought that's okay. I mean, Dillard's also Make works. A canyon, better carve a canyon in that stomach. Ooh, man, do I need to get Iron Mike on the phone? On the... <laughs> Just... it, it, it's final. Yeah, man. He's see how happy he was after the fight. He didn't even he didn't even win. It didn't matter. I mean, he did win. <laughs> 
but like he he was so excited just he was like he was like this like christmas i just i just i love it i love it i want to do it again i want to do it again they asked roy roy would you like to do this again he's like nah <laughs> nah, he, man, he, I'm good. He, he looked like he had immediate PTSD. <laughs> like, like immediate PTSD. Yeah, like, I mean, those Mike Tyson gut punches, he had internal bleeding, homie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know what? I look, I, I we, 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 we make fun. I give the man credit. Like, he, I'm surprised he wasn't just crying standing there. Like, it mm-hmm. must have hurt so much to breathe. <laughs> Like, Imagine if they went full like uh, Ivan Drago rules and let them go for the head. Yeah. Oh my God, Tyson is a terrifying human being. He's like, <laughs> what is he like, fifty-seven or something? Jesus, yeah. Oh my God, like, did did, did America perfect the super soldier serum and we just weren't aware of it? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> no, no, I I don't think I will. Like, wow. Oh man, that, that, I think that's a little bit later in the slack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, but any thoughts for you for Falcon and Winter Soldier? What stood out for you? No, I think we already covered it. It looked like a fucking movie from the trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm pumped for this movie. I reminded myself it was a series. I'm like, holy shit, we're gonna get eight hours of this. Yeah, Anthony that's Mackie crazy. looks great. Um, like, like I, I like that he's bringing the, the levity to it. You know, we've got Sebastian Stan's Bucky. He's very kind of solemn and still kind of processing things. He's got that whole um, when Metallica cut their hair look. Yes. Oh my God, with the with the reloaded or whatever they yeah. did. Oh my <laughs> God, I remember that. Do you remember? Do you remember that? Do you remember when Metallica? Uh, the, the whole thing was they were they were it was like a sweepstakes, and they would literally show up in an eighteen wheeler and come out the back yeah. of it and then start playing. That was, that was the, that was the, man, the 90s were wild. Um, (laughs) what is happening? Uh, all right. Uh, let's see what's next on, uh, let's see, May 7th of 2021. Look, we've seen it. We know how it rolls, but the rest of the rest of the world is finally going to get their eyes on the Black Widow. I mean, just look out for. I mean, ah, the harbor. Oh, the, I wanted this to be a happy podcast with all of this news, and then you got to you got to do that to us. No, 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 no. I'm saying the highlight, though. Remember, like oh. the fucking red cyclone. God yeah. Damn. This, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Now I've said too much. Or have <laughs> I? Um. Yeah. This is going to be great. I mean, we already know this is going to be great. We've talked about it a million times. Here it is, May 7th, 2021. Ah, damn it. I already forgot how to say this. Oh, let's see. It's time to play our favorite game, True Believers. Can Freddy pronounce this name? Shang-Chi. Hey! All right. And the crowd goes wild. Yeah, Shang-Chi. <laughs> Nailed it. All right, that's coming out uh, July. Yeah, July 9th, 2021. Oh, they should have done July 4th. <laughs> Why? <laughs> It'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, no, this is you real tickled here. What what is Oh, oh. no oh, The, the Ten I... Rings already coming to claim Chris. Oh yeah. <laughs> I put some respect on that name. <laughs> I don't know, I just imagine myself like um like you know, maybe around July is around the time when all the all the hardcore Trumpers like start to finally come out of their little fucking ship burrows that they've nestled for themselves after yeah. Biden gets inaugurated in the twentieth January. Yeah, I mean this it's is July. Him, it's gonna take yeah. them that long. It's gonna take them that long to yeah. kind of like feel like this is still my country, goddamn. I'm gonna still I'm gonna go enjoy a Fourth July Fourth July movie. I'm gonna watch a Marvel movie. That's that's American, goddamn. What what the fuck? I gotta watch fucking Jack and Chad. That's exactly what I thought of. Oh right my now. god. Okay. See, I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't catching up with you. That's perfect. No 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 no. Um, yeah, you gotta have that that anger. That I mean, you got that anger. I know you got that anger. Oh no, it's there. Uh, just like, you know, that's my secret cap. Um, yeah. So, uh, 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 Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, uh, that's, that's coming. Um, again, possibility for a game changer for Marvel. Yep. Uh, much in the way Guardians of the Galaxy and I'd say maybe Ant-Man and Thor Ragnarok were. Yeah. The way Uh, that Iron Fist was not. Definitely the way that Iron Fist was not. <laughs> uh, remind me about Iron Fist later, actually, because I have. I, All right. From when we talk about She Hulk, remind me about Iron Fist. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Then uh, in twenty, uh, still in twenty twenty one, we have movie wise at least Eternals on November fifth. Oh. oh, Eternals. That's how you say it. <laughs> on uh november 5th of 2021 now here's the thing about eternals um a lot of people don't know that lot of, a lot about them um so again you kind of have a guardians of the galaxy situation here i don't think there's a lot of expectation there's not a lot of built-in lore that people know a la spider-man batman and superman uh so you kind of have a little bit of free reign of course they they obviously have to figure out how they're going to play in the larger mcu but I do want to say this for all of my toy collector fans out there, they've released images. I don't know if the figures are out yet, but I definitely, definitely have seen the, the images of the Marvel legends eternals line. And let me tell you the figure collectors out there in the world are not having it. They oh, do yeah? not. Yeah. Like, let me think one comment I saw was, Oh, cool. The entire wave, which is like all of the figures, the entire wave looks like they're all extras from a Deep Space Nine episode that never aired. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just, oh my god! Just, <laughs> shit, like take the wallet, like yeah. Damn! Stop! He's it's it's he's out. <laughs> Tyson, have, leave him alone. I have to kick him in the head. What are you doing? Oh my god! What's I mean? It's a brutal take to him, but <laughs> a Deep Space Nine episode that never aired. Uh, <laughs> so, oh. so I guess as far as first looks go, that's not too great. But as we know, with a lot of things, once you see it in context in the film, you know people might change their mind. You know these figures. They've been in production, you know, because they originally followed the original movie release timeline of what Marvel was supposed to do pre-pandemic. That's, That's why right. the figures already exist and all of that. Yeah. So what's going to end up happening is these are going to be peg warmers, right? They're going to be figures that no one buys. They're just going to be sitting there on the peg. 
but the movie's going to eventually come out, and then you know they're not going to be in stores anymore, and then people are going to be like, "Ah, oh, shit, that character is awesome. I I need that figure." And then like the figure that was five dollars is now going to be fifty dollars or whatever. So what I'm telling you guys is, if you want to make some money when those when those Eternals figures go on clearance, buy them all up, because then when the movie comes out months and months later, the, people are going to want them. They're not going to be able to find them, and that's mm. when you make the money. And that's so, your Money Marvel Minute with Alfred Derby's. <laughs> you need one of those sandboards. Buy now! Buy now! Buy now! Oh, yeah, the fucking... What's that guy's name? Kramer? Or... Yeah, that I... fucking guy. Jesus, that Ball guy. Ball-head motherfucker. Um, anyway, I was about to commit a party foul. I'm going to invoke a name that might be slightly a, bl- a slightly a blight on Marvel. Um, what percentage do you think uh, does this kind of... The, the wave being kind of like um, broken and busted? What What... Is that a signal that this is going to go immortals? Oh, you mean inhumans? Uh, inhumans. <laughs> I mean, see, but that's... I love that you said it wrong because that just shows you how little yeah. <laughs> the inhumans have retained into the consciousness of anybody. Um, I'll tell you... I will tell you, I don't think I don't think that's what's going to happen with the movie. But if I had to go based solely off the images of the figures that I saw, uh-huh. I, I would be scared. <laughs> It it does kind of have that feeling with, to it, okay. like oh no, did y'all actually make some bad choices? We're not used to that, um, right? Because Immortal was supposed to be, uh, or sorry, Inhumans. Fuck, Inhumans was supposed to be like a series, but it was going to debut in IMAX for a little bit, and it yeah. did. But you know, it was like when well, it was going to be a movie at one point, and they even were talking yeah. to to Vin Diesel, the D's, as playing uh, Black Bolt, Black Bolt, sorry. Black Hole? Black Bolt, uh, 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 Black Agar Boltagon, <laughs> which is actually his name. Look Does it that up. count as being, I guess that would be on the Evans list, right? Yeah, and he's, he would be multiple characters. Uh, but I think I think the movie's going to be fine. I, try, I mean, obviously, of any studio that has earned the, uh, the patience... And mm. the the goodwill to make a movie good that you think might not be good. It's Marvel Studios at this point. Yeah. Um, their first bad, the next bad movie will be their first really bad movie. You could argue. <laughs> I don't know. D- D- Thor: Dark World might have something to say about, it. but like, I you know I think it's gonna be good anyway. So that's th- November fifth of twenty twenty one. Okay. So then in May of 2021, and we actually did get to see a, an extensive trailer for this as well. Loki, coming to Disney+. Plus. So mm. by my note cards <laughs> tally, that gives us WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Loki all coming next year. Yep. We're going to be spoiled, man. So Pretty much content. Too, right? Like a couple months between? Yeah, we got... January, March, and May. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> it's going to be so delicious. Um, yeah. So real quick, just one something I wanted to touch on. There's, I looked at the cast list, and based off the cast list and a couple of things I've read, and this might be a little bit spoilery, so if you don't want to know anything at all about Loki beyond the trailer that's, that's already out there, because this is just me speculating, okay? But we're, we've kind of, you know, we're pretty good at this, I think. Should I should I hit the speculation siren? Yeah, sure, go that's ahead. A, that's a service I can offer you. Yes. Uh, 
I'm gonna stop that early. I'm, I'm that's a little too real for 2020. It's still 2020. Uh, a lot of shit could still go sideways. Uh, <laughs> that is titled Silent Hill Siren on my soundboard. Um, yeah, so yeah. anxiety I mean, levels rising. Playing, playing with fire there. Okay. okay, this is just speculation on my part, but potential spoilers. Okay, I think what we're gonna see in this Loki. Uh, show Disney Plus Loki show, especially with we see in the trailer we've got Owen Wilson and we've got like like Time Police essentially. Mm. I think there's a potential, especially with the nature of who Loki is, that as a nod to the comics, we might see a female Loki. Oh, and we may see an older Loki, oh. a much older Loki. And uh, I think that's going to add a little flavor to the show, um, kind of in the way if this makes any sense. Uh, I hope it does. The HBO Watchmen series, you know, the way they used um, the I want to call her Night Nurse. That's not right. <laughs> but, Sister Night. Sister Night. I was thinking about I was listening to Benjamin earlier and they brought up Night Nurse and Night Nurse is stuck in my head. Uh, Sister Knight and how they kind of used her and Hooded Justice to kind of play with how that worked. Mm. I kind of think we're, we, there's potential of stuff kind of like that with Loki and we might see, you know, like a gender swap or again, like an aging yeah. an aged version of Loki. That's just me speculating uh, but I have you a think, feeling you think, gonna gonna go, you think it's going to go go full Cloud Atlas on us? Oh man! I mean, is you never Halle go. Berry, is is Halle Berry going to play an Asian doctor? You never go full Cloud Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> and so, some of you listeners, you all know what I'm referencing there, and uh, that's the same thing, honestly, in this scenario with Cloud Atlas. Um, all right, that's card one, my friend. One of six of five, unless I lost one. Just for Loki. No, 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 no. That's we have. We're one note card down. We still have oh. four more to go. Yeah, you mentioned Watchmen. <laughs> Shit, dude. <laughs> you mentioned Watchmen. It's like there's a shot, like really quickly. It's like maybe eight frames of somebody falling down in a field. I'm like that. That looks like fucking Lindelof's watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like the only other note I had on the trailer was like, um, I, I gotta go. I guess I finally have to watch a Wes Anderson movie like voluntarily. I have to go watch that. Uh. The Life Aquatic, whatever, because is Owen Wilson supposed to be like uh, Bill Murray's son or something? Steve Zazu? Yeah, I mean, he definitely looks like it. Bill Murray vibes in this trailer. Wait, have you not seen The Life Aquatic? I have not seen any Wes Anderson movie under, like, uh, voluntary means. That is, wow, that's interesting. It's it's an active choice. Uh, Wes Anderson feels like visual colonization. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. I could. It, yeah. it feels like I start listening to the Vampire Weekend and wearing khakis right now. Whenever a Wes Anderson screen <laughs> uh, <laughs> shot pops on screen. Wow. So just like peak whiteness, essentially. Making, making latkes in the Hamptons. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Shots at Wes Anderson, but that's okay. I mean, he, he might deserve them. I don't know. Uh, I like Wes Anderson, but I I think all of those points are absolutely valid. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. I can't. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, it's still art, sort of. I don't know. Uh, all right. Summer of 2021. What if? Oh, man. 
so excited about this animated series. Mm. Um, let's see what I have here in my notes. Jeffrey Wright as the Watcher. <laughs> so, doesn't look like anything to me. Oh, analysis. <laughs> Why did you renew Disney Plus? Uh, so that's, that's first off a great casting. Um, let's see. We've got Peggy Carter as Captain Britain. Boo. We've got Bucky versus a zombie cap. Boo. <laughs> You've got tiny, tiny Steve Rogers in a giant Iron Man style suit. That's him in there. I think so. All right. I think so. Uh, but most of all, now granted, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have felt this way if the circumstances were different. Yeah. But we are where we are. 2020 is a bitch. And we no longer have the wonderful Chadwick Boseman with us. And in this animated show, it's his last performance as T'Challa. But not as the Black Panther. T'Challa as Star-Lord. Yeah, God damn. That's a That's a really weird choice. Like yeah, I, I totally forgot about it too. Like <laughs> when I started watching the trailer, I was just into it, and then I was like, "Oh, who are the Reavers picking up? Who Star Lord is this time?" But it's fucking T'Challa. I completely forgot about this. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I did. Yeah, but, it's a it's a it's a nice surprise. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't think I think if like if 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 Chadwick Boseman were still with us, it would just be like, "Oh, okay, that's weird. That's 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 a really weird choice," and we kind of just move on. But you know, this is his last performance, yeah. and and it's also really weird. So I think there's just I'm really curious, regardless. But it's going to be an emotional thing. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be an nah, emotional. God thing. damn it! Yeah, just that instead of exploring Earth, he gets to explore the stars now. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Mushiness aside, though, fucking what if? This- Whoa. One of the, one of the greatest comic series of all time. Yeah, yeah. Like it, 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 I was blown away by the animation choice that they did. I, I guess I'd seen it before. I, I definitely remember the uh, zombie cap image, but it didn't like kind of click. It didn't fully cement that they were going to use this really fucking awesome animation style. But yeah, hook, line, and sinker for me. It's it looks tremendous. I mean, you and I are big fans of animation. Uh, you know, there's there's this long thing about how Warner Brothers in DC they do animation correctly. Like all their animated stuff is pretty awesome. You know, Batman the animated series, and then like you know Justice League Unlimited, and then all of the all the movie animated movies they've made. And yeah, 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 that's all true. It's all true. And and Marvel stuff hasn't necessarily been up to that um, that pedigree, but that might change with this. It, it looks like it has everything it needs to be amazing. And uh, I'm really, really, really excited for it. Well, at the end of this, I'm going to ask you, which is your favorite thing or the thing you're most looking forward to uh, out of yeah. all of this stuff? And I'm going to tell you right now that What If is definitely in the running for me. Yeah. Um, just also, if you listeners out there, if you haven't um, read any of the What If comics, it's such a great series because you can kind of jump in on any issue pretty much. And it's going it, to, it orients you very quickly at the beginning with the watcher. And then it tells you this crazy story. And if you know the original story that it's playing off of, it's even better, but it's just a really great series to get into. Yeah, um, 
I picked up uh, that one. Um, what if uh, what if Domino was like uh, Major Katsuragi from Ghost in the Shell? Mm-hmm. Or Major Kusanagi? Kusanagi. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just like <laughs> fucking incorporating different shit into the it's fucking amazing. Yeah, What If is great. I think the other one last year I picked up was What If um, Magic was the Sorcerer Supreme? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. Uh, Miss Marvel 2021. Man. Whew. Okay. So, Miss Marvel is uh, Kamala Khan, the first Muslim Marvel superhero. And she took the world by storm when she debuted for Marvel, Marvel Comics. Um, and the great thing about her is they basically took the thing where Peter Parker is so relatable and he has all of these real life problems. But they they revamped that idea and placed it on this Muslim teenager who but also lives in the Marvel universe and is a huge fan of superheroes. So it's very meta. (laughs) And I'm so excited about this show. We always talk about how representation matters. And to, to see, so it's a newcomer. Her name's Iman Vellani. Is going to be playing Kamala Khan, not only in this Disney Plus series, but also in Captain Marvel too. So they've got long-term plans for her. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, no, I I'm um, haven't really read too much of the character outside of like uh, when she's interacted with Miles Morales. Yeah, um, G uh, G Willow Wilson, by the way, is the the original uh, author co-creator of the character. Um. And it totally seems like a great jumping on point for like a bunch of new fans to, to join join up. Uh, have you played the game? The, the, the yeah, the Avengers game that a lot of people seem to hate for some reason. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I really like it. It's, I mean, it's not perfect, but I know she she's pretty centric in it, right? She's very centric in it. Uh, I I think if you're looking for an introduction to that character, one I would say just read read at least the first six issues of the original Miss Marvel series. Mm. Um, I want to say came out in 2013. I might be wrong about that, but, uh, I mean, that's a good starter, but the game is great too. It it does a really great job of introducing you to this character and much, she plays much like the character in the comics and what I imagine the character is going to look like in the show. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I I think the other really this with Miss Marvel and then later on, we're going to talk about Hawkeye. With those two shows specifically, I think, again, if you want to go the route of a Young Avengers film somewhere down the line, this is how you start it. Yeah, and not to jump the gun too much on uh, the rest of our Slack, but they didn't mention any Avengers properties coming up anytime soon. Yeah. I And I look, I think that's absolutely deliberative. Mm-hmm. I think they realized... We just made the two biggest, uh, both in terms of financially, but also emotionally, yeah. heavy superhero films ever uh, with Avengers Endgame and, and Infinity War and Endgame. 
and we don't we're just gonna cool it on the whole avengers thing because <laughs> how do you even top it first of all right like don't even try to answer the question avoid it is the answer apparently <laughs> like just pretend it it's you can't even make another one um but I think I think if they want to go young Avengers, I think this is absolutely the way to do it. I think you bring yeah. her in, you put her, you put Miss Marvel in Captain Captain Marvel two, when again that in the comic that's how they relate. They they are connected to one another. So, like Captain Marvel's her favorite character, her mm. favorite superhero. So, and then and we're gonna talk about Hawkeye in just a minute. Um, but Kate Bishop's in that, and you know you just bring her in, and then you know I don't know you. If we're doing Fantastic Four later on the line, you know they've got the the two kids for them, and maybe uh, you know there's just ways to do this. And the the great thing about Kevin Feige, that the genius that he brings to the table, is he just he like it's like they he just lays everything out and sees exactly how the the, the pieces fit together. And and so that's what I'm excited about. Anyway, let's move on. Hawkeye. This is also in 2021. So, yeah, you're introducing Kamala Khan. You're introducing Kate Bishop. Okay. Now, Kate Bishop is essentially, uh, she takes on the role of Hawkeye. She's a younger female uh, character in the Marvel Universe. And she learns from Hawkeye. And, uh, by the way, this, this series, just based off of, the um, imagery that we see from uh, from like the logo and stuff, it all harks back to um, something that's inspired by Matt Fraction and David Aja's fantastic run on Hawkeye. Mm. They uh, they did a series. Uh, it only it didn't run for that long. I want to say it's it's maybe twenty four issues. Um, it might have been one of those things where they did 12 issues and then started it over from issue one again, and then they did 12 more issues. Uh, yeah. But Matt Fraction and David Aja, it's it's so good. It's easily the best Hawkeye thing I've ever read, and the art style is so distinctive. And it's just it's a really interesting story where they take the character of Clint Clint Barton and he basically is a loner on his own. I don't know how they're gonna do this in the show because. You know, he's got his wife and kids and stuff. But in the comic, he's by himself. He has a dog and he basically buys like a brownstone uh, apartment complex, like a duplex. And he's got all these like tenants. And he's like trying to make a living. And he's just he's just having a rough time. He's always like getting pulled into shit that he doesn't want to do. My only concern for the show, as you know, Uh Is that Jeremy Renner's going to be in it? <laughs> but this this is great because how much is it going to piggy off piggyback off of WandaVision? Does it go complete full house on this? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. The, the, is there like extended scenes where he's teaching uh, Haley Steinfeld like the ways of the recording booth? So if I'm predictable, I gotta tell you. You know that's hard earned. That's not that's not easy to come by. <laughs> Anybody can shoot a bow. Yeah, those dulcet yeah, those tones, tones though. <laughs> so here's my other issue with Hawkeye. Kate Kate Bishop's in it, 
Haley Steinfeld is going to be Kate Bishop. Now, mm. granted, I love that casting. I think she's going to be great. I think that's that's no problem. But here's my problem with it. If Haley Steinfeld's going to be Kate Bishop, that probably means that Haley Steinfeld cannot play Gwen Stacy, Spider-Gwen. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she did the voice for oh Spider-Gwen in Spider-Verse. Oh, my God. And honestly... <laughs> True believers, buckle up, settle in. We're here By the way, you, you mentioned that that you know will Renner give her the vocal lesson? Haley uh, Steinfeld has albums on her name, uh, my yeah, friend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, Haley Steinfeld, who did the voice of Gwen Stacy, Spider Gwen in um, Spider Verse, I was like, you know, you could just get her, get her to play Gwen Stacy live action. Perfect, perfect. People already associate her voice with it. Do it. Perfect. Well, I don't think they could do that now because she's she's Kate Bishop. It's fine because I think Hawkeye is going to be great. But I'm just saying small, small, small defeat in that great grand victory. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Are you excited about the Hawkeye thing? What do you? Yeah. I mean, um, I, I need to read this uh, this run that they did because uh, yeah. I mentioned it a couple times. Um, I, I like the actually the logo design. Um, That's great. Yeah, uh, if, I wonder if this is going to take place. Because what I really want to know is how much are these Marvel series going to do to like um, just world build on like either what happened directly after like everybody brought back because that looks like what um, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon is going to do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or what happened in the interim? What happened during the blip? And if you want to insert Renner as Hawkeye still, I mean, you can do it because he survived and his family didn't. And maybe he did this before he went full Ronin. Maybe. Yeah. I, no, what it, what if like, they position? Sorry. What if they position Hawkeye like, you know, he's training her or whatever, and then he thinks he gets her killed. Oh, shit. And then that, like, makes him snap. Yeah. Yeah. Second seasons without him. Yeah. yeah, but she's really alive, but he doesn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's just like the Star Wars series, like with Mandalorian. They're they're doing such a good job of just expanding the story, expanding the mm-hmm. universe, like it should be. Um, mm-hmm. We're seeing on different stuff. Like, can we just get that kind of going with the Marvel side? Too? I think I that think... I think that's what they're doing. I think I think that is also again. And then look, I know you guys are going to call me a Marvel fanboy or whatever. I can't help it that Kevin Feige's a fucking genius, guys. <laughs> he built it an empire and they almost never make the wrong move but here's the thing it's because he's smart and he looks at other things and he goes oh wait they, that failed i'm not gonna do it that way i think he looks at star wars i think he looks at the shit show mm. that was rise of skywalker and he goes you know what they pinned everything on that movie they're like it's gonna conclude this sequel trilogy it's gonna conclude all nine films it's this whole <laughs> thing that's too much to like with all the math coming in front of her eyes. Right. It's too much to put on any one thing. And he, I think, I think all of these announcements that we're going over right now, I think this proves that Kevin Feige looked at that. He looked at what Kathleen Kennedy and, and everybody else on the star Wars side of things did. And he goes, ah, man, I'm I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I'm going to world build. I'm going to spread out as far as I fucking can. That way, look, even if some stuff doesn't work out exactly the way you want it or, like, it's not a super hit, it'll be okay because there's so many other opportunities. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, you know, so any one failure isn't going to look like a giant albatross. Granted, they haven't really even had any failures yet, but I'm just saying, you know, you, you have so much stuff here. And I think Dave Filoni and John Favreau, you know, John Favreau, who studied, who I didn't study, but like, you know, he's he's been around <laughs> Kevin Feige. So him, so so, so John Favreau and, and Dave Filoni, they're also no, 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 no. world building with Star Wars. <laughs> Time out. Yeah. <laughs> I just have this image now of a broken Fabs just in the gi that uh, Beatrix Kiddo was and Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bikey with a pie May beard going. <laughs> just smacking him on the head. Yeah, <laughs> jumping on the end of his sword. <laughs> I mean, maybe we don't know, maybe what, they don't know what they get on. Feige is a powerful, powerful man. Look, oh, that's the other thing. Oh, so, listeners, thing. you'll notice that we haven't talked about any of the Star Wars stuff. We're not going to on this episode. It's too much. It's, fucking it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. We know Ahsoka's coming out. We know about the the bad batch and and you know the thing that's kind of like old republic but not quite old republic and rogue squadron and all that we we know don't worry we know we'll get to it it's just not this show man i, I what i want is like an off-world an off-world poker tour on cantobite oh yeah like do they film it just like they would the world series of poker yeah, man, I want to I want to see someone get full tilted and like put an astromech droid up on the up for ante. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or what's the what's the game that they what's the game that they play like? Oh, Sabat. Console? Sabat, yeah. Could do that too. They should. They should do that. Um. Anyway, Hawkeye. Excited about Hawkeye. I love where all of this is trending. Let's move on to 2022. Oh my god! <laughs> Are we only halfway through the slack? Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, we'll try to speed it up a little bit. Okay, so we talked about this on a previous episode in the casting corner. Tatiana Maslany. We were like, yeah, she's going to be She-Hulk, and then like the next episode, we're like, wait, she denied she's going to be She-Hulk. She was lying to us. <laughs> that liar lady. She is going to be She-Hulk. She's Jennifer Walters slash She-Hulk. Other cool things about this show. Tim Roth is coming back. Oi. Oi, governor. <clears throat> oi. Oi, my it's bones me, are gravel. Me, Tim Roth. It's... Oh, hello, Tim Roth. My name's Tom Holland. This is how we speak, Tom. This is me. This is how I win. <laughs> I I started this shit, right? Yeah? You gotta pay your respects. You gotta buy me a point. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I got, got nothing. Got nothing. You're, you're, you're killing, killing it. it. Tim Rod, coming, coming back is the abomination. abomination. Our, man, Our man, Mr. Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Trace. Yeah? Mark Ruffalo. Oh, I was like, shit, they got a sponsorship deal? <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, <laughs> also going to be in She-Hulk. That's great. You know I always want more rough rough in my life. Yeah, time out again. Sorry, second time out. I know I'm burning through them real quick. Uh, we shout out Buffalo Trace a lot. Shout out to Larceny. There's other bourbon out there. 
Uh, larceny, uh, drink enough of it, it's going to make you want to rob some shit. Uh, that's what I get down with. Uh, this version of Chris brought to you by Larceny. Thank you. All right. I haven't had that one. I'm sure it's great. Delicious. I'll have to, I'll have to try it soon. Is it as good as Buffalo Trace, though? Buffalo Trace Maybe. got it's got a bit more bite. It's got like um you can you can taste the the saw they cut down the tree with. Yeah. You know what though? Sometimes you want something different, and I think in in yeah. those moments, you larceny know, is where you want to go. Larceny is what is definitely what Lupin the Third is ordering. There, there you go. Uh, all right. So, crap. Remember I told you to like, he was like, hey, bring up this person later when I talk about She Hulk. Oh, Iron oh, yeah. Fist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember yeah, now. Yeah. So Kevin Feige. And Kevin Feige, the sly fox that he is. Kevin Feige is not Danny Rand. He's not Danny Rand. I'm Danny Rand. Danny Rand. I'm Danny Rand. Danny Rand McNally, because now he makes maps. Do they still make maps? I Does anyone speak. own a physical map anymore? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, God, shout, shout out to Rand McNally, proud sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> Just they're like, we have $5 left. What could you do? We'll try. We'll try, Rand McNally. Uh, so Kevin Feige said, you never know who's going to show up in the courtroom. It's literally what he said. Wow. All right. You never know who's going to show up in the courtroom. This immediately. Is immediately. Everyone was what? like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Matt Murdock, baby. Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock, Daredevil. What, oh. what? Since you said Iron Fist, I was like, oh, Carrie Ann Moss? Jay Money? She back? But here's the thing. What if Feige is fucking with us, and it's not Matt Murdock that we see in the courtroom, but for some fucking reason, like third row to the left, uh-huh. in one of the courtroom scenes, just fucking Danny Rand. Just uh, sitting just there. With his headphones, <laughs> listening to Outcast. Listen to his iPod. Yeah. Like, how, how annoying would that be? <laughs> <laughs> you ever see Judge Judy for more than, like, a week on end and you notice the same extras, like, in the same seats? That Yeah, yeah. that's exactly how they're going to treat it. That uh, I think She-Hulk's going to be, like, a Judge Judy type of show. It's going to be procedural. It's going to be a daytime. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. Marvel's first daytime show. Okay. You know what? They, we always talk about, like, what about superhero fatigue? You know what? If you have the Judge Judy Marvel show... Maybe you don't have the superhero fatigue because they're doing different things. <laughs> Is that before Judge Brown or after? Uh, oh, after, okay, after, definitely after. Yeah. You got That's the nightcap. Yeah, the nightcap yeah. for a really, really old person who goes to bed at three. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. Okay, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. To be announced. No specific date given. Only thing I've got to say about Moon Knight, and we've talked about this previously, but I'll just bring it up again for those that have not heard that episode. Oscar Isaac, heavily rumored for the lead in this show. Oscar Isaac's a busy man. He's, yeah. He's a busy dude. Maybe, maybe it's like an annihilation and there's like a, like an alien that like replaced him. Oh, all right. And so oh, that's how he that's how he does it. 
this just gives more like ammunition for the screenplay writer for Metal Gear Solid adaptation. Um, because he is going to be Solid Snake. Uh, so solid. Very. <laughs> That's I don't know if you all know this. That's the name of the movie. Metal Gear Solid Snake. So solid. <laughs> They're like, listen, we just heard the property. We thought it sounded fucking amazing. Uh, we have no idea what the story's about, but we got Oscar Isaac. <laughs> We're going to make bank. <laughs> we've got a title, and we've got an actor. <laughs> it's just going to be people trying to penetrate him with different objects. I'm like, does this work? No. <laughs> a dinner fork does not work. Let's try the He's knife. so oh, solid, guys. Oh, it's bending. It's The knife is bending on his skin. It's so solid. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Okay. okay. But dude, <laughs> what? <laughs> when is that movie supposed to come out? Do what? Any idea? any idea? Do we have any idea when that movie's coming out? Oh, uh, no, no, they just kind of announced that they got the rights and they got the actor. Yeah. Uh, there's no really not real Okay, let's, let's say it comes out in 2024. What are you going to do if... <laughs> what are you going to do when you go online to buy a ticket and it's like this Friday, July 4th, 2024. Oscar Isaac in Metal Gear Solid. Solid Snake. Very solid. So solid. <laughs> Like, you're gonna owe me five bucks is what's gonna happen yeah <laughs> yeah no i mean day one i'm there thursday night showing yeah <laughs> oh yeah i guess it would be july 3rd uh for the thursday night thursday crap night. man you know, ah, yeah, man, you know what you, know you what? just brought it up i forgot, I forgot about, thursday, about nights. thursday nights yeah man fuck you 2020 just strolling into draft house like uh Remember all the hype nerds? Yep, all the cosplayers. <sighs> Artists selling their prints. <laughs> ah, man, I hate you, 2020. Uh, all right, Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac. Solid. He's very solid. He's of the moon. He's a knight. It's going to be fun. Uh, to be announced as well for date, Secret Invasion. Starring Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn. As Talos. Here's my thing with this one. The Secret Invasion story arc is a huge thing in the Marvel comics. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally not going to give anything away on air about it because it's so good. If you haven't read it, you need to read it. The the I'm not saying like the execution of it is perfect, but the idea is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, my only concern with this is it's going to be a show on Disney+, Plus, which is great because I think... Because of what happens in Secret Evasion, it's definitely a thing that you would want multiple hours to be able to tell that story. Right. But at the same time, I thought that this was such a big thing. This could be like the overarching theme of an entire phase of Marvel films. Mm. So I'm kind of surprised that it's a Disney Plus series. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Marvel hasn't been announced, or Captain Marvel 2 hasn't been announced, has it? It's not on our Slack, at least. Uh, but it's late sometime, I think, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely coming out because Miss Marvel's in it. Yeah, it's just because of the, the scrolls were handled pretty differently than uh, what you would expect if we're yes. going to actually do a Seek Innovation thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, but we talked about that. We talked about it in the Captain Marvel review. Yeah. If you guys want to know more about that, look for our Captain Marvel review. It's definitely in there somewhere in the archive. Uh, you're right, but we did talk about the idea that just like, just like with Americans, <laughs> <laughs> there are some good-natured Americans and there's some not-so-good-natured Americans out there. Mm-hmm. I imagine that applies to the scrolls as well. And I'll leave it at that. I don't want to ruin anything for anyone who's not familiar with the story. But read it. Read it if you haven't. It's like an eight-issue series. Uh, There's a bunch of tie-ins you can read if you really love the story. But uh, at least read the the main series. Uh, But I'm looking forward to the show, for sure. I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah. I think you can do so many cool things with it. I'm just surprised it's just going to be a show and not like a whole phase, like a whole Marvel phase. Right. The last time we see Nick Fury, he's at the funeral, right? He's not in space anymore? Because he, he was in space in the stinger for Captain Marvel, right? Oh, wait, no. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. Oh. The last thing we see of him is in Spider-Man 2, and there he is go. in space. There we go. That's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ah, there we go. It's coming back. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it's no one is faulting you for getting one of the 200 films mixed up it's just the orders i forgot that uh, far from home came after uh endgame yeah well yeah but it had that amazingly touching yeah tony stark tribute at the beginning yeah <laughs> was it was it i will always love you was that yeah. the song that yeah, yeah with the fucking the high school the graphics yeah yeah, that's so good. God, they, they nailed that. <laughs> they really did. They they nailed that shit. All of the high school stuff in both of those films is so authentic. Yep. All of it. We'll get to John Watts a little later. Um, before we continue on, I do want to take a moment here to, to mention for all of our listeners, but especially our local listeners here in San Antonio, this Friday... December 18th. I, For those that don't know myself, for those of you that don't know me outside of this podcast, I uh, own a business called Collector's Cove, where I do comics and collectible uh, live auctions. And I'm actually collaborating with a local gallery, pop art gallery here in San Antonio called Level Up Gallery. And we're doing a big collaborative event December 18th at 8.30 p.m. This is all going to be streaming online. You're going to be able to bid on uh, limited edition comics, uh, like store exclusive, rare variants. There's going to uh, be like key issues, just stuff up and down all over the comic spectrum, as well as a ton of original artwork available for purchase. Um Really fantastic pieces, including Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Shazam, Wonder Woman, um, Goku, I believe, from Dragon Ball Z. So it's it's it covers a, a wide spectrum, wide gamut of different pop culture type things. Harry Potter, uh, I believe, is another one. That's all going to be this Friday, 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's all on Facebook. We're going to have links on the combo characters page. Uh, so you can just click on it and go. But if you have time, it's a great chance to get some last minute gifts. 
You're helping support small business as well as local artists here and around the San Antonio area. And we're also going to be donating to the Vision Works charity, which is a uh, organization that helps uh, children in need. Uh, it's, it's a great foundation. All of that is this Friday, December 18th at 8.30 p.m. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to all of that. So the real uh, question is, yeah, how hard can the host, can the co-host bid on any Spider-Gwen stuff that comes through? Yeah, you know, I actually, <laughs> there, I've look, I've seen a lot of the pieces already that are going to be available, and I was like, wait, can I, can I bid on these? Because <laughs> I mean, I look, they're not my pieces; they're from the gallery. But like, I kind of, I want that. <laughs> um. Uh, you know, actually, it's funny you say that. I actually have a Spider Gwen Miles piece from that exact art gallery. Wow! In my in my home, so yeah, they have a lot of great stuff. Um, a lot of great artists too. Some artists that have worked for Marvel and an Upper Deck, and I believe uh, I can't remember who the publishing company is for Dungeons and Dragons, but whoever that is, oh, I think it used Wizards to be TSR. But is it Wizards of the Coast now? It was. It used to be. Sorry. I know it's TSR way back in the day. Um, But yeah, like real legit artists. Like, I mean, I would, you know, I would say that any artist in their own way is a legit artist for sure. But these are like professional artists, artwork pieces that are going to be available. So you're not going to see them anywhere else. Upper deck, more like lower patio. Wow. Well, somebody who I think is an upper deck (laughs) character, Ironheart. Dominic Dominique Thorne as Riri Williams. Uh, this is another show coming to Disney Plus. And let me tell you that any early appearance of Riri Williams is now skyrocketing in the secondary market with the announcement of this show. Um, we might have another Miles Morales situation on our hands. Wow. Which is great. Uh, this show is going to center around Riri Williams, who is a teenager who creates the most advanced. Uh, suit since iron man uh and what 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 entails from her doing that what happens how it affects her life (laughs) the cease and desist (laughs) from stark and yeah the ghost the the hologram ghost of tony stark harassing her (laughs) saying probably inappropriate things and then getting getting canceled on twitter that's what the show's gonna be about um, are you I feel like, like you, Tony Stark would enjoy that so much? He'd be like, honestly, I can't believe you guys waited to do this until I was dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you? Uh, are you familiar with Ironheart at all? Not really. Um, yeah, of the like the of the new cast, I guess. Like you know, Ironheart, Miss Marvel, and Miles Morales. Definitely, Miles is the one I know the most about. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested to find out more. Yeah, she's really cool. Really, really in the in the canon of the of the Marvel universe, um, she's one of the smartest characters. About to say, I think I remember you know, like binge mode, like they always run down the list of the smartest, whatever. Yeah, she's she's up there. I think she's in like the top five, top ten for sure. Uh, tying into Ironheart, probably <laughs> is going to be another show on <laughs> Disney Plus called Armor Wars. Again, the release date for this one is to be announced, but this one stars Don Cheadle. Is James Rhodes is Rhodey, and this actually is inspired by a real comic book story uh, storyline story arc uh, with Iron Man 
called Armor Wars, where essentially a bunch of different people from a bunch of different places in the world get a hold of Stark uh, Iron Man suit technology. Mm. And they're essentially uh, a like technology war like immediately takes place. And uh, I'm kind of getting like, you know, you remember you ever saw uh, I'm sure you did see it Pacific Rim. Oh, hell yeah. Remember how they all they had all of the different Jaegers yeah, and like yeah, yeah. different countries kind of emphasize yeah. different things. The Russian one was all big and bulky and heavy. Yeah, and it had like the vodka and like the. It, it was just doing that one dance. Like you just kick your legs up in your squat. Yeah, and, it, 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 and every time it every time it moved, it kept playing that Ra Ra Rasputin <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I ha- I hope they do something like that with this. <laughs> yeah, that, I hope- man. Oh, holy! <coughs> oh, no, no, no. Hold up, back the fun bus up. You want to talk like racist mechs? Uh, G Gundam. Let, let's mm-hmm. get back. Let's get all the way back into it. <laughs> you gotta. You, there's a Gundam from every country, right? The the, uh-huh. the the Gundam from Mexico is literally like a cactus, but he's wearing like a sombrero. And he's like, I'm pretty sure he actually does have, like, bandoleros on him. Uh, wow. Just completely racist. I think the one from Thailand is, like, a temple. Uh, <laughs> what is G Gundam? G Gundam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it's, it's like, um, it's Gundam. It's a, it's, a, it's a giant mech Gundam series, but, like, they're yeah. fighting. And, like, they're punching. Yeah. And Super Robot Wars, basically, is what it is. Yeah. If it's like that, I'm if like... it's anything like that, it's fucking hilarious and I'm here for it. Yeah. That's a, I need to check that out, but Hell I think yeah. we all need to check out Armor Wars. Hopefully, it's going to be like that. I mean, I, all I want is like uh, for maybe like Rhodes to kind of like you know he gets beat up, he he he's sick of all these armors and all these wars, man, and uh, he just kind of like goes to the country and like the little bit uh, in the middle, kind of like you know episode five or six, he kind of just wants to get away from it all, and but then you know he's he's pulled back from the fight and he comes back and is uh the his uh, war machine armor is kind of like you know countrified, and now he's country roads, and he's gonna take me home uh, to the place I belong. <laughs> is that place in West Virginia by any chance? <laughs> Jesus, man, I love. I was like, where is he laying this track to? He's putting a lot of work, man. All those. I think that Asian guy died from heat exhaustion. They're still going. He's still putting the track down. Like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, just right, barely right in front. Uh, okay, next thing. I'm really excited about this. Guardians, this is in 2022. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Which is going to be directed and written by James Gunn. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, this is going to have a lot of Star Wars holiday special vibes to it. Yeah. Which is, oh man, yeah. is, is this where the Jim Blossoms goes? <laughs> well, he said he unironically liked it when he was a kid. And I'm sure, like, anybody who saw it when they were a kid probably liked it, right? I don't know, man. I've I don't seen, have to. I mean, look. it's, it's, it's kind of hard because I only saw it as, like, an adult. But, like... Yeah. It's it it is incomprehensible garbage. Like it just <laughs> there's like a ten minute sequence where there's a Wookiee family talking in in Wook in in Wookiees, 
and there's no subtitles. You know what? I'm starting to come around. I might yeah. check it out again. <laughs> I think Larceny Chris is 100% down for this yeah. one. <laughs> I'm like, I know what they're saying. Fuck me. I know what they're saying. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, the other, the other uh, part to this is there's also going to be a show called I Am Groot. Wow. It's going to be a mini series. I believe it's going to center around Baby Groot. Okay. And the adventures of Baby Groot. Um, you know, I guess maybe in that one they're like, you know what? Baby Yodes has been getting all the rub. <laughs> we got to remind people of Baby Groot. Wow. He did it first. Baby Groot getting salty over here on the sideline? Getting a little salty. Yeah. Getting a little. Getting... He went to the Himalayas. Hmm. You got that Himalayan pink salt. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, in my notes, I have Blade, Dash, still a thing. <laughs> Kevin Feige didn't say anything about it. Just It's happening. <laughs> They're still working on it. Mahershala Ali still attached. But that's it. That's all they got. Yeah. That's all they, that's all they got so far. I mean, but okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, is Wesley going to be in it? Just as a nod, maybe, probably not, probably not, definitely not. No, man, multi multiverse of madness. Huh? Anything is possible. Speaking of multiverses, is Wong gonna be in it? I don't know. Just so he could say, <laughs> no, 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 I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> he say you brain run. Oh my god. Why'd you let me do it? <laughs> By the way, I was listening to the last episode yeah. that we that we did the other day and um I don't even remember what the joke was, but at one point I set up some like horribly racist Asian thing and the, the punchline is me saying the movie is called Ra Ra Rand. Oh my god. And I was driving <laughs> and I almost hit like a like a like a street sign. <laughs> Cause I was not ready for my own joke apparently. Oh my, god. My, my own terribly offensive joke. <sighs> so there you go. That's why I donate to charity. You gotta balance these <laughs> things out. <laughs> he say you Denny Rob Rand. All right. Before we get in more trouble, before we get in more trouble, uh, this normally would be under casting corner, <clears throat> but this is all just part of the giant monolith that is this Marvel announcements thing. Mm. Christian Bale officially as Gore the God Butcher in um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Mace. Oh, good for you! I just, I just hope the lighting's right. I just hope the DP keeps his fucking hands off the lights during the take. That's all we can ever do is hope. <laughs> good movies are built on hope. Wow. Uh, May 6, 2022. The great thing about this, I just started reading, so I've heard from several people. Uh, including one, the one and only network Jason Concepcion on Twitter mm. about Jason Aaron's run on Thor. 
Is he the little kid that was like uh, uh, still drinking the milk, quote unquote, in uh, the 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 airy? Oh my God, what was that kid's name? You're doing a Game of Thrones recently. Yeah, it's like John Aaron, right? Isn't it? Ah, uh, John Aaron. That's good. Uh, well done, about, right? I forgot about that show. So did everybody else. <laughs> wow! Oh my God. <laughs> Listen, I know it was weird. The eighth season only had two episodes, but I mean, it was a pretty good run. Yeah, yeah that that episode where they knighted uh, what's her face was really cool. Uh, no, actually, that show, I'm gonna go back and rewatch that show. I have a plan. My plan is to rewatch Game of Thrones, watch an episode, and then listen to the corresponding binge mode episode podcast episode that corresponds with it. That should take you three years. It's gonna take me a long time, but. This should be a good time, hopefully. <laughs> Until I get to like a season where I'm like, you know what, this show is not good anymore. I'm going to stop watching mm. it. So, you know. But Gore, anyway, Jason Aaron's run on Thor. I just started reading it. So good. And the promise of what it of what's to come is I'm I'm titillated, my friend. I am wow. so excited. It's a fantastic read. Speaking of milk. <laughs> Speaking of. Also, I just saw Little Nicky the other day. I haven't oh, no. seen it in a while. By the way, it completely holds up. Really? What? <laughs> it's it's exactly as good as it was when it came out. I can believe that. Take that how you will. Yeah. Um, um, Jason Aaron's Thor. It's it's what eventually has the female Thor. All of that. The the worthy Thor, God Thor. All of that's Jason Aaron stuff. And um, by putting Gore the God Butcher in this, that's a character that's very prominent in the Jason Aaron Thor run. So that's really exciting. Uh, I, you especially, I know we didn't talk about this off the air. I'm actually meant to tell you, you definitely need to read this run. I think you're going to be totally in on this character. The God Butcher? The, yeah, Gore the God Butcher. He's a fucking weirdo, dude. Sounds fucking metal. It's... He's weird in a way that's like reminiscent of Saga. Oh shit! Oh, say less. All right. <laughs> so, so, just I again, yeah. I think, no, you, I think no, you're no, really no, gonna no, like the, it. The imagination's fucking running wild now. Oh no, <laughs> it's gonna be good. <laughs> it is really, really good though, and I also uh, recommend this to all the listeners that check it out. All right, up next, Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh. Quantumania. Okay. Mm. Peyton Reed's coming back to direct third third time. Mm. I've been watching. I got. I uh, tricked myself into rewatching New Girl for like the ninth time. <laughs> I I got sucked in. That damn Jessica Day. Uh, he directed some of those episodes of um, New Girl. Peyton Reed. Oh yeah, that's the one with the uh, Peter B. Parker, right? Yeah, Nick Miller, uh, Jake Johnson, Peter B. Parker. Oh, he's so good in that show. Um, but yeah, Peyton Reed's coming back. Uh, Paul Rudd's coming back. Evangeline Lilly's coming back. Michael Douglas. Kate! Kate! Walt! Are you still wearing the wingsuit thing, Kate? <laughs> you, you ready to come, come back to the island? Oh, man. Lost Reset. Another show that nobody remembers. Walt! Walt, my boy. 
Michelle Pfeiffer. And here's the here's the big controversy though. Apparently, Catherine Newton has been cast as Cassie Lang, and that's not the actress from Avengers Endgame. Catherine Newton, more recently of Friday fame or Freaky, Freaky, that movie uh, with (laughs) Vince Vaughn. Friday's been a it's been a minute since Friday came out, bro. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) Freaky. Freaky Friday is why I got it mixed up. I mean, but Freaky, the movie with the the like the body swap movie with Vince Vaughn, she's she's the girl. Uh, she has a, a lot of uh, physicality, physical role uh, history. So I think I am guessing here. I think maybe that's why they ultimately recast. Also, she's got a little more heat to her as a as a just as a name. Mm. Um, but I don't know, man. Apparently, a lot of people on the internet are upset that the original actress was uh, let go. Uh, so, Jonathan Majors is Kang, the Conqueror. He's going to be in this one. All right, okay. I keep hearing that as Krang and getting a different image. But Krang, you failed me for the last time, Shredder. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. I've actually, I mean, sometime this week, hopefully, if I have time. I want to go back and watch the first Ant-Man movie because I just, it's such a delight. Paul Rudd is so fun in that film. Yeah, it's great. And Luis, Luis is amazing. <laughs> Michael Pena's the best non-superhero character in all of MCU. <laughs> the part that I think I just like, I was the only person laughing in the theater for when I saw the first one was when Yellow Jacket goes, I'm going to disintegrate you! And then like the tumbling uh, iPhone goes, like, playing disintegration by The Cure. And then playing song mm-hmm. starts playing, like the mm-hmm. first cut on the on the album, not the actual song disintegration, but the first. I was like, ah, oh, goddamn it, that's a that's a fucking Edgar Wright joke that still made it in. There's um, absolutely an Edgar Wright joke. That is one thing I I remember seeing that. So it was like, oh, that's Edgar Wright. Like, <laughs> I wasn't very sure about some of the other stuff. I, was like, I don't know, was it him? It looked, it could be, but that, but that was like, nope, that's Edgar Wright, a thousand percent. Um, so good. Uh, what do you, any thoughts for you for the third Ant-Man film? Uh, Ant-Man and the uh, hot take, it's going to be a musical. I don't know. I don't know why I say that. Uh, Quantumania sounds like a musical. Uh, they're going to be dancing in the quantum realm. Um, okay. Put your money in. It's a lock. Uh, in Vegas, I know they're taking prop bets on whatever the fuck. So <laughs> $50, you can waste it. Hey, man, there are ants that dance for sure. Mm-hmm. So not out of the realm. Of possibility. All right. Black Panther 2. Uh, let's see here. May, June, July 8th, 2022. Why does, why do, why does Marvel hate July 4th? <laughs> <laughs> Hot take. Does Kevin Feige hate America? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, man. I don't want Disney coming down on us no, right now. Yeah, the sound you hear right now is the sound of like uh, our podcast blowing up in the bad way. Ugh. I was uh, I was joking. I was obviously joking. Uh, but July eighth, twenty twenty two, Black Panther two. What we did, what he did say, they've offic- He's officially Kevin Feige. He's officially announced T'Challa will not be recast. Mm. So this is something we speculated on. Uh, I remember when we did our uh, In Honor Memoriam uh, for Chadwick Boseman episode that we did. 
we talked about this. Like, how were they going to move forward? What were they going to do? We speculated that they probably wouldn't recast him. Well, it turns out that is the case. Yeah. Um, he went on to explain that they're going to use the other established characters to explore the world that the Black Panther presented in the first film. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very kind of vague. Um, I will tell you that Leticia Wright, her anti-vax comments. Oh, yeah. And subsequent deleting all of her social media. Tough look for a girl. I bet I bet Disney and Marvel are like, <laughs> like, because you know clearly it's a tragedy of what happened with Chadwick Boseman, um, you know. But there was generally a lot of goodwill. A lot of people are like, oh, cool. Well, you can use Shuri. It's representation, like female empowerment. She's a likable uh, character in the sh- in the movie for sure. You know, people really liked her whole vibe. And then Miss Wright goes out and just is like, I don't want a career. <laughs> and and so what ter- what what was a very easy kind of pivot for them initially, I don't know if that's so easy now. Yeah, man. I, I guess quarantine's been tough on us all. And maybe you just say stuff with your chest on Twitter sometimes. Yeah, but- look, here, here's the thing. Okay, well, I mean, she's wrong. She's She's wrong. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Her her takes are terrible and she's wrong, but she's young. You learn, you can learn. She's capable of learning and changing her mind. Or now she hasn't come out and said anything publicly, uh, you know, or anything like that. But you know, hopefully, she continues to grow as a person, and maybe eventually she'll look back on this much in the way that Stevo looks like looks at all of his life. Oh my God, Stevo. What a cautionary tale. <laughs> so, by the way, Steve almost killed himself jumping into the San Antonio River. <laughs> the river walk. Literally almost died. Not, Way to go, Steve. Not as deep as you think, man. Not as deep as you think. But I'm I'm really just, um, man, they got some running room, right? And with Ryan Coogler still directing and still involved with the story. You gotta figure it's gotta be a little bit more because they were already doing the whole like you know the Wakandan outreach thing in Oakland. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just how prescient of a movie that we need Black Panther for right now. Or how, how prescient of a moment to have Black Panther come back and speak to us and like offer some perspective and kind of just like I don't know. It, the, the first one did so much that I think the second one can do just as much. Uh, given the fucking year we've had. Sure. Uh. Black Panther did so much for so much that was unspoken Mm -hmm. and unnoticed for so long in culture, in movies, in, in comics, in the narrative of superheroes. It did so much to bring so much it's i know i'm saying so much a lot but it, it it did so much to to bring all that to the forefront in ways that we didn't even know we needed yeah and it crushed it and i think you're absolutely right i think with the sequel it has the it will have the ability it will have the 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 uh, opportunity 
to take something far more recent, i.e. the year that we're living in right now, mm-hmm. and speak on that, something that is that everyone's hyper aware of, mm-hmm. and to speak to it. Whereas the first film sp- spoke to this thing that no one was hyper aware of, but but we all should have been, or it really shone a light on it in a way that we're like, oh, oh, you know? So that's really exciting. I think you're right. I think Coogler uh, is going to... He's, I mean, the thing is, the film's going to have a lot of pressure on it to try to live up to that first movie. But I think in, in Ryan Cooler's hands, I think it's it's going to have as good of a chance as possible to, to meet those high expectations. Yeah. All right, dude. Can you believe it? We're at the last fucking thing. That's been a while. On the list. Almost an hour and a half in. <laughs> hey, man, but we made it under two hours. So yeah. unless this just goes super crazy long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the big final announcement, literally Kevin Feige doing a mic drop, <laughs> leaving the stage. <laughs> uh, like, like Kevin Feige is a genius and everything, but he so wants to be like a rock star and he's not. <laughs> and that's okay. Because uh, I think if he were, like, if he had that rock star personality, I think, um, I don't think he would be as good as w- at doing what he does as he is. Mm. Uh, what but do you think the ceiling for rock star Figes is? Is it Peter Gabriel? Is that the ceiling? Or is it more like a, more like a Billy Joel type? Who's somebody who's like a genius, but also insufferable? Oh. Huh. Huh. <laughs> uh, huh. Oh. Like Elton John when he was shitty to people. Yeah, yeah, that's, like that's that, a good one. Like that kind of vibe. I was gonna say uh, maybe uh, Tom York. Uh, yeah, okay, Tom York works. Oh, because that's yeah. where I, I mean that's where I think the problem would be. I think that if he had more actual rock star tendencies in him, that he would just be consumed by it, like overwhelmed <laughs> by it. Luckily, he's not. He is who he is, and you know. Um, and oh, he's, he's amazing. God damn it! God fucking damn it! I missed my opportunity. And what's what is his name? I don't know his name. Uh, uh, <laughs> what is his name? <laughs> Let me look it up. The guy from Oasis. Robin Wilson. If I could be Robin Wilson. <laughs> Brian, Brian Wilson. Robin Wilson. Jim Blossoms. Robin. Oh, Robin Wilson for Jim Blossoms. Damn it! That was good, man. Oh, sorry about that. We've we've all we've all we've failed all of you. We're very sorry. This will be the last episode. Yeah. No excuses. No excuses. Okay, but anyway, Kevin Feige ended the day on this. Now this is something we've talked about many times before. We've done we've done fantasy casting. We've done hypothetical storylines, how we would integrate this this particular set of people of this group into the MCU. And we've even talked about who would come first. Would it be the X-Men or would it be the Fantastic Four? Well, we don't have to ask that question anymore. We know the answer. The Fantastic Four are coming to the MCU. 
first family of comics music I hear? (laughs) (laughs) And here's the other cool thing. We have a director. And it's a guy who's very familiar with doing superhero films. John Watts, director of Spider-Man. Oh, shit, my bad. I I thought you were going to say Christopher Nolan for some reason. John Watts, director of Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. So, I mean, he's already shown that he can do it. I think with this, it's really important that they nail the casting. And I'm not saying that they have to do anyone known specifically. I know we all know that the John Krasinski, Emily Blunt is floating around. Mm -hmm. That's been a thing forever. I'm not saying it has to be them. I, I think they would do great, but it, it can be unknowns. It doesn't matter. They just they have to get kind of the way that it seems. And I know this is putting the cart before the horse, but with um, with Miss Marvel, Aman Vellani, it seems like they really nailed that casting. Mm-hmm. Where like they, you know, I the. I read in an article that once she auditioned, it was literally a unanimous decision from everyone in the room that was like, she's it. Wow. Yeah. Which that, that almost, that hardly ever happens. Very rare. Um, So they need to nail these castings for these four characters. I think tone matters. I actually would kind of prefer that they took it a little bit in the, in the, in the, in the way of Ant-Man, in the way of Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. With some levity. The light and fun fair? A little bit. I think if you get too serious with a family drama, it, it becomes too relatable to people in a way, <laughs> in, a, in a negative way. Yeah. And it's not a fun time. And Marvel's really big about having a good time, you know? You know, I know that's a big thing that people like to complain about, but, hey, we need a good time right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, but John Watts, that's great. That's a good start. I'm confident in his ability to direct the film. Again, it's all about the casting at this point. We'll talk about like our casting. We've done this before, but we'll talk about like potential casting choices in the future. Mm. I don't even want to speculate on that now. Uh, but I will ask you this: What do, you, in terms of tone, where do you want them to see them go with Fantastic Four? Huh. This is a good question because I was kind of thinking. Before we started recording, like, you know, where were they? Like, I mean, superheroes have been around and been present in the Marvel Universe, at least in New York, for a long time now. Um, I know the timeline being getting, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't really care about, like, the the week-to-week breakdown of the timeline as it happens in the MCU. But it's been, it's been a while, right? It's a, at least a couple of years um, from when... All shit start, starts going crazy with the Chari, right? And then the, the end game. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, how did... A, uh, it's just, I, I, I really want to know the story. Like, how did they fit into the whole MCU? Where were they to begin with? Did they survive the snap? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the big question, the thing they're going to have to... I think this might be a problem mm-hmm. for Marvel. Is you have this amazing, amazing sequence in Endgame. Where every hero possible yeah. comes out of the portals, in the, like in the whole universe, 
And if you don't have, and it's the same thing with the X-Men. If you don't have the X-Men there, and you don't have the Fantastic Four mm. there, but you introduce them later, but you have them existing in that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then where were they? <laughs> like, I, I mean, I guess offhand, I'm just thinking, you know, off the top of my head here, maybe the accident that gives them their powers literally happened. Yeah. During the the fight. Yeah. Maybe the snap itself, like, did some sort of radiation burst. Sure. I, there are definitely ways to write it. Yeah. I just, I'm just saying that's the that's the thing that Marvel has to answer. Yeah. It's the problem they're gonna have. I think they can figure it out. I'm not that concerned yeah. about it. But I think you have to say something. Yeah, I just think that, like, I mean, to talk about tone, I need kind of like a starting point. And it's kind of like, I, I just, I, I need more information. Tone-wise, mm-hmm. uh, Ozymandias from Breaking Bad, I think season five, any of those episodes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, why don't you just go, like, I don't know, working for a dream? <laughs> you killed Uncle Hank. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> Skyler, I gave all that money to that guy. I've been fucking. <laughs> wow, wow. I guess spoilers for Breaking Bad. Sorry, true believers. I mean, it's been like years. Yeah. people have had time. Yeah. All right, man. We are at the end of the show. Uh, there actually is. I mean, other than COVID being, being the big will winner of the week, uh, there's no one. There's no other actual winner because this episode has been nothing but amazing announcements. Hey. To be super excited about. But before we get out of here, uh, I'll ask you this, Chris. Two questions. Yeah. Two questions. One, where does Gin Blossoms fit? Uh. And two, what are you most looking forward to out of all of these things? Oh, holy shit. Both hard questions. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think uh, the one that I'm most looking forward to is going to be uh, What If? Just because, mm-hmm. like, it feels like the Animatrix when it came out. If mm-hmm. like we're gonna have fucking fun with this, guys, we got a bunch of established properties already. Uh, we're gonna just tell really cool stories, and it's gonna be, it, it, it's a it's a payoff. It's a payoff of what we've been able to accomplish so far. So I mean, all the other stuff, mm-hmm. I'm gonna definitely. I mean, I'm they they got me. They got me right. I got the Disney Plus subscriptions, whatever. But uh, I'm I'm here for it. It's just what if looks like. Totally my my jar of smuckers. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I'm most looking forward to. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a Mallory Rubin here. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna give you my I'm gonna give you my top three. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Miss Marvel. Uh-huh. I think is the thing I'm most looking for. But these are all so close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss Marvel, just because of what it represents, what it means for the future of everything, the character. I've I've literally read every issue that she's been in. Like I'm such a fan of that character. Um, what if, mm-hmm. for the, all the reasons you said, just it's it clicked it ticks all the boxes. Yeah. And then lastly, the Doctor Strange too. Hell yeah. Because that's gonna connect to like Spider Verse in some way. Mm. So I just. I mean, yes, please. <laughs> so, so those three things I'm the most psyched about. Uh, but I mean, you know, you could really place them in any order. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me. Th- so for the Jim- the Jim Blossoms thing, I've been thinking about it, and I don't know why. 
Only because this is where I think it just fits best. Yeah. It's not necessarily where I want it to be. I want I want Kamala Khan for whatever reason to be a Jim Blossoms fan okay. and to be like listening to it. That would be great. That's not what I think is going to happen. <laughs> where I think it actually fits is in Armor Wars. Oh wow! With Rhodey, because Rhodey's kind of of that age where I think. He might just be flying around in the war machine suit. Oh no! With Sirius XM tuned up. Just some yeah, some Sirius XM, some like alt nineties <laughs> channel, soft alt nineties or some stupid <laughs> shit like that. And he's just gonna be like, tell me, think it'd be alright if I could just crash here tonight. <laughs> just like him, just like kind of bobbing his head. Wow. Yeah. That's ironically, ironically, he can't tap his toe though. Oh! Oh my God! Why do you have to do him like that? He's. A... Oh my God! Shots fired. Uh, I I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. One shot fired from Vision. That's how it happened. Shots fired! Shots fired! Stop! He's dead. He's down. Blood's coming out of his nose. Oh my god! Wow! <laughs> Woo! Uh, just take the wallet. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I think Jim Blossoms, uh, because it's almost canonical that it should, um, is gonna go in Secret Invasion. Because uh, oh, okay. Ben Mendelsohn, I forgot his character's name. Um, Talos. Talos. <laughs> Hung out with Captain Marvel. Got to know her. Got to know her musical tastes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he probably likes the same sort of music. He probably has a Zoom, much like Star-Lord does. Uh, he's rocking out. He, he, he thinks uh, the song is called Hey Chelsea instead of Hey Jealousy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no, that's perfect. <laughs> By the way, this is another small test to see how closely our Disney and Marvel and Kevin... Are they listening to our podcast? Oh, yeah. Because if Jen Blossoms shows up <laughs> in one of these fucking properties, <laughs> we need to get on that payroll. Can I hear the fags? <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Comic Book Characters. Uh, it was a long one. We covered a lot, but we hope you're just as excited as the as we are about all of these things coming out. We will be tackling some of the Star Wars things oh. in a future episode. <laughs> uh, there's also more Zack Snyder stuff. He's never going to leave. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, and all the other fun uh, you know, comic doodads that, that are banging around this universe here in 2020. But with that, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate and review us on whatever platform you happen to be listening to this to. And until next time, we love you 3,000. See you in a minute. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes.